Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today, we're joined by Ellen and Alistair from Graph Tech. How are you doing today, guys? I'm good. A little bit late in the day now. I'm starting to feel the burn after the drive here this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been we've had a busy afternoon filming. There's been a lot going on. Um, but we're finally sitting down to record a long overdue podcast, in our opinion. Um so yeah, do you want to tell the listeners, the viewers a little bit about you guys, what you do, a bit more about graph tech? Yeah, so oh, I'm Alistair. Um I do all the digital marketing, everything for graph tech. Um my colleague so next to me is Ellen, if you haven't met us before. Yeah. Um, you may have seen us, like just like um, you guys, we have our own podcast as well. You do, Cutting Matters. We, we watch it regularly. We're big fans. Yeah, so <laughs> sitting in this environment isn't too alien to us anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Normally it's polar opposite for other people and they're like, oh, this was Rabbit weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like it was like that for us the first time though, wasn't it? Yeah, it took a while to get used to. Um, but yeah, we are the UK distributor. So we're Graphic GB. So we're the UK distributor for all of GraphTech's cutting equipment. So we come down today, we're part of, it's part of the Vinyl Summit that we're in collaboration with you guys. Um, and we supply all cutting systems for cutting, well, in from your guys' cases, heat transfer vinyl. Yeah. Um, so we're here as part of the summit to run through all of the cutting equipment that you can use to cut the vinyls and basically the whole life cycle of cutting to weeding out to then fuse onto into fabrics. So the brief history of GraphTech, we've got, I think it's, when was it? The GraphTech GP as it is now is about, I think it's 30, just over 30 years. Yeah. So there's always, with, with the GraphTech machines, there's always kind of like your, in this kind of environment, you're looking at roll-fed cutting plotters, aren't you? And we do two series of cutting plotters. Always, there's always the FC series and always the CE series. Um, the FC series is the top of the range model. Um, just got low. It's, it's the top of the range, I say, in a way that it's for specialist materials. So like longer runs of paint protection films and things okay. for doing cars and, and that type of things. But where the machinery that is this kind of the staple in this kind of industry is the CE range. Um, in particular, what we'll be focused on tomorrow in part of the final summit is the C7000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ellen will be doing all the demos tomorrow. Yes, looking forward to tomorrow. We've been planning this for a while, haven't we? So yeah. it's finally the day tomorrow. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah we've got the GraphTech equipment. So as GraphTech, we're not just supplying GraphTech equipment. We also do the silhouette machines as well so tomorrow we'll be talking about the differences between the machines and putting all different types of material through them so your range of vinyls we're looking at you know different thicknesses and how they all work through our machines so that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow isn't it yeah as GraphTech GB we are distributed for GraphTech but as Ellen said we are distributed for other brands such as Silhouette we also do like the Brother Scan and Cut range um we've got the, like medias as well and like like similar to what you guys are doing um but yeah we're, we're a distribution company um but mainly focus on the hardware but yeah so be essentially are i think it's un, wouldn't be fair to, it'd be fair to say you are sort of plotter cutter uk essentially i mean you've got the best cutting machines and yeah. you, you know the only other company that's doing things like podcasts and educating people to yeah. make sure there's there's obviously Everyone, the great thing about silhouettes, and we'll get into this, is that anyone can pick it up and start going. Yeah. But then, as you start to get to the next levels, there's a lot, there's a, so much more you can unlock with these machines. And they kind of really sort of start to get those productivity hacks how to best use the software, um, how to know which blades you should and shouldn't use when. There's so many different things and different facets to these machines that that's why we're really excited to have you both on today, so we can kind of get into the whens and the whys. Because yeah, there's so many crossovers off. between the mm. two kind of industries, isn't there? Yeah. So you can start off with the silhouette cutters. Depends on on your business. If you're just starting off, the silhouette machines are great because they're, they're desktop friendly. Yeah. So you've not got a lot of space at home or in your garage or shed or wherever you're trying to start off your business. They will fit anyway. on a desk. <laughs> on a desk. Yeah. Lap, connect to your laptop, connect to a Mac. doesn't matter. They'll, they'll bolt straight in. But also... It's something we touched on in our podcast before. It's something that we'll, t we'll talk about tomorrow when we're doing the summit. 
um, how easy it is to scale your business and the like, scalability of everything that we do. You don't have to be a professional graphic designer and able to no. use the softwares that come with them. They're very intuitive to use. But if you're looking to start a business and want to take it from kind of just moonlighting in the week, just a bit of a side hustle through to being your business, there is a way to do it yeah. very cost effectively. So if you've got if you've got experience in the past with some like Adobe Illustrator or something like that, you don't actually need to use the design softwares that come with um, the, the Silhouette machine or the GraphTech machine. But what, what what's really good is basically if you start off on Illustrator and you buy the, the plugin yeah. to allow you to, you basically can operate the Silhouette machines and the GraphTech machines out of Illustrator. So that means all you do when you get to a point of wanting to like move from a silhouette machine up to a graph tech is all you're doing is unplugging your hardware device and plugging a new one in yeah so all your designs are saved on that and that's the easiest way of doing it okay so let's take it back to the beginning because one of the things i wanted to cover so basically the cutting machines you can put any heat transfer vinyl under them which is what we really want to talk about today um but the great thing is that no matter so whoever's listening because we've got people from who are just starting to think about starting a business they're not even maybe never even heat pressed anything they might buy on something but that's it all the way through to established businesses that are looking to level up so we're going to take it all the way through um today but the great thing is if you've never used a silhouette before any cutting machine is that just to get started off i mean it's i would say that if you can use an iphone you can use a silhouette studio because it's, yeah. it's so easy yeah so if you're thinking about starting a personalization business or like where you might put people's names on things or initial stuff or even just start thinking about your own brand and it or you just want to do stuff in glitter or something a bit more, something a bit different, sort of specialty finishes. The great thing is that you can just pick up a silhouette suit. Like I say, it's a desktop thing, and these things are, are they're not heavy. You get a sticky mat, which you can place your vinyl on. You can cut it down from a meter length and use as much, as little as you want to at the same time. And then you literally, I think the great thing is because you, you get software, which is free. So if anyone that's thinking about it, you could download that software for free today play around with it, get as far as hitting cut, and then you could be like, okay, can I use this? Yeah. You can make that in a form decision and be like, okay, I'm ready to do it. it. You know, you get the next day, so you don't need to worry about that. But the thing I always found really useful is it's so intuitive because you get a sticky map, which you put your vinyl on, and you hit grid on your software, and you can literally see whatever's in front of you. Yeah, yeah it's so, so user-friendly. It's, it's really, really user-friendly, so it's not something you need to be kind of like worried about or intimidated by because it's been built for pretty much anyone to use it if you can use any yeah. design app on your phone any anyone that's old enough to have used paint or something like that <laughs> yes. it's, it's really it's really paint, that's paint, it. it's drag paint, and drop paint still has its uses because <laughs> <laughs> you can even do things like you can trace stuff in it so you could you could draw something on a piece of paper and put it into the studio and just get it to trace it so anything that's yeah. kind of in your brain you want to test around or play around with as a potential business you can get started with it can't you so yeah. what sort of um companies or people would you say kind of tend to start out with a silhouette who is it kind of an i mean and there's probably not such a thing as an atypical user but what is some ways of using the silhouette that you've seen um it really varies isn't it like we have people that are doing personalization that's a big one for using the cameo machine because like you say with the software it's more of a creating creative tool so with the software you can literally create anything whether it's different types of text in there different shapes designs so a lot of people for personalization use the cameo to begin with yeah you'll find as well people that are starting out with their own businesses for going down the heat transfer route they start off with a cameo a lot of people yeah. do again they're doing like small texts like on a pencil case you know or in a bag so they start off with a silhouette because it's more cost cost friendly um but also because sometimes technology can quite daunting for some people so going through the silhouette route you know it's, it's much more easier um to use for those that are not really you know very technically minded yeah. or you know are very good on the computer as well i think the great thing as well as with the silhouette you could get a silhouette and you could perhaps pair it with something like a clown basic and for less than a thousand pounds even including that you've got a whole business yeah everything you could need apart from some raw materials but they're like six pound from each of vinyl anyway and then a couple of t-shirts or two or three pounds yeah. just like that you can start a whole business 
there's no and you could do that in your bedroom yeah. you know how to use social media and also like facebook marketplace and things like that just to start selling things on and then moving so easy to get an etsy shop or a little shopify account and then you can literally have a bedroom business from to make all these you can do have all your marketing department and your production department everything within the space of like a desk these yeah. days it's, it's incredible what you can do with yeah. all, all the equipment yeah i think as well especially now that you've got these three different sizes in the silhouette it means that you can either start off small or even start off at a decent size but it means that with it if you even take this the, like a portrait or the cameo for entry level you could you probably have to sell like 50 t-shirts before you at most before you start to make profit from that make your money back on all of the press and the cutter together well i mean if you've got a portrait which is i have as an rrp of 180 quid it's actually cutter sorted yeah. and then you buy even just pair it with like the happy press 2.1 mm. less than 500 quid there you've got a whole production outfit yeah and you can just get going it's yeah. so mm -hmm. simple and it's really cost effective these days it's not gonna have to get a business loan to get started to do this type of thing yeah i think that's a good point what you said about people not needing it's really easy to sell online to get a etsy shop or i think a lot of people get quite overwhelmed when they think about selling products online because they think oh, i need a website and then i have to figure out how it all works and I'm, I'm not very good with tech and but it's so easy even if you were just to like you say sell on facebook marketplace or in community groups it doesn't even have to be a proper shop to start with like we've discussed on to your friends and family yeah as we've <laughs> discussed so many times before on previous episodes it's like localization word of mouth like you don't even necessarily need it's beneficial but you don't need a website at first you can do all of it through you know just your phone yeah mm -hmm. it's a completely different market but i've done something like nothing to do with work with graph tech or anything like that but done that for my brother for his business startup business in the last 18 months of taking it from just starting it on social media through to now we've got a website and it's grown like that but there's no reason why you can't take that route to do this type of thing um one thing that is it, it ties into scalability and also ties into with it's like a situation where it can be you say it can be quite, quite overwhelming for people to think about oh i've got to get all this or all, all this mm. ready you're making t-shirts you don't need to set up oh, i've got i've got to make a t-shirt business i need to have 10 smalls 10 mediums 10 larges to start off just do on demand yeah, yeah order them as you stuff. need them. Yeah. yeah, just make them as you need them. With like the content we filmed today, it's so quick to be able to cut, weed out, and then fuse onto the t-shirts. You can do it within five minutes. Like you get an order through within ten minutes, you could have created a design. Created, yeah, it's probably, yeah. It's probably in the post at that point. Yeah. <laughs> in, in all honesty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you don't have to have it sat there and think, oh, I've got to invest all this money into stock and we might not sell. It's scary. You can just do it on demand. Yeah, and because you can, you know, I mean, most wholesalers let you order one T-shirt as well. So mm -hmm. even in the worst case scenario, it's just one T-shirt a week. That's, that's enough to get started yeah. and get small yeah. rolling that way. I mean, the big, like, you'll see big sports brands. They all started out somewhere, didn't they? Mm. You know, we do, we have found out as well that a couple of those big brands also started out with a silhouette machine. Oh, I know exactly then, who you're talking about. And then it <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you can... I mean, he's put it on YouTube, so you can go back and watch the. I think it's on the HQ tour of Jim Shark, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You can see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's got oh, it. He's oh, still they got get a podcast exclusive. Yeah, they've got it. In, he's got it in the in the main office still, so they can see, oh, right. look at it, and be like, yeah, that's what we. Do. I think that's they. Yeah. Yeah. You should get in touch with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should if you're listening. No, that's amazing. I also didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I think they. I think it's still got pride of place there. Is it kind of like, okay, look Last where we This is where it's died, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's a really good idea, though, because it's humbling, isn't it? You look at mm. where they are now, store on Regent Street, you know, all of those massive achievements, and they look back at the silhouette and to look back as to where they've come from. I think that's, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Humble beginnings, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But yeah. It just shows the scalability of things that you can do from something so small. And grow it into like it was an enterprise like that really isn't it it's gone past being just a big business mm. i'm still convinced that they use htv though because a few of the pieces i have from there it feels like our silicon mm -hmm. i'm a bit of a nerd now whenever i get close <laughs> yeah. I'm sure sure everyone that works, yeah everyone that works in this industry eventually yeah. will be the same but i walk into a place and you touch it and you feel it and you try and suss out what it is and i'm convinced that it's silicon and it's like the 200 thickness not the one it's like a bit thicker i've analyzed it fully <laughs> <laughs> 
we were talking about that, about football shirts before, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going to too much depth in that conversation. Dodgy but, application. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> if anyone's listening that's having trouble with football shirts at a professional level, then don't be a stranger because we, we, we've already we've established it. that we yeah. can help you. <laughs> we can <laughs> and, sort that out. And all we needed was a craft tech cutter and a Hotronics press. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the... Um, I think that, I think that's it. The silhouette studio is so so, so easy to use. Yeah. There's and there's so many different options for it. Because you can put some other stuff through it as well as just heat transfer. Obviously, we'd always recommend using it for heat transfer final. But if you're thinking about styling, we see them pop up quite a lot in little shops like fashion boutiques, uh, things like that, where they might do a little bit of personalization. But the other great thing is that you could do the sign vinyl to go on your window and change yeah. that all the time as well. There's lots of different uses so what are some of the other materials that you could put through uh, a silhouette cutter silhouette actually have their own brand range of materials mm-hmm. so something which is quite different they do like tattoo papers which is a bit funky what's mm. a tattoo paper so you print it out and you know print it and then you put it through the silhouette machine to like contour cut it and then you can like put it on your skin oh like it's a part. literal tattoo yeah, yeah. yeah. oh that's so like cool. you know, the pot noodles used to have like those little <laughs> Tattoos and you apply a bit of water to it. It's literally that. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. I want yeah, to try that. Yeah, they've got all sorts like that, haven't they? We yeah. should have done that for the vinyl summit tomorrow. Oh, we should have. Arm tattoos. <laughs> and he's really looking. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at me like you're so fired. <laughs> yeah. gold yeah. so much I'll, be, I'll be wearing a hoodie tomorrow. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't fused you a hoodie, I've yeah. fused you a t shirt. <laughs> still time <laughs> but there's loads of different ranges like cardstock can go through it there's different like um scratch off foils that can go through okay. the machine as well well the machine started off initially yeah. they were really really popular with just for paper craft mm. yeah and scrapbooking and just through different people putting different materials through so as alan said silhouette make it's quite a good thing to talk about really this because within silhouette studio when you buy a silhouette cameo or you buy a silhouette portrait, you get what's called an auto blade with it. Now the auto blade's fantastic if you're using the setting. So all the settings that are in Silhouette Studio, those settings are for Silhouette's own branded medias. Mm-hmm. So when you put your, say you've bought a piece of Silhouette media, say let's say it's some Silhouette heat transfer vinyl mm-hmm. in this case, and you've put it in, you've you've clicked to say right, I'm cutting a heat transfer vinyl from Silhouette. The auto blade will clip to the right settings and you should get a great cut. But then let's say someone goes, all right, well, I want to then start buying heat transfer vinyl from like, you guys. Yeah. And they've got the original auto blade and then they click the heat transfer. They just says heat transfer smooth, whatever. And then I'll, I'll go, they go to cut it. And then all of a sudden, Oh, it's not cutting through properly because all the media settings that are in the Silhouette Studio are specifically for Silhouette's own yeah. media. So then you can either try and tweak the settings to to, to like tweak what the Autoblade is doing. But one of the great things about the Autoblade is that it works for the Silhouette. But the downside is that they're, they're a little bit regimented in how you can adapt the blade length. So whereas the GraphTech machines you've basically got infinite adjustment manually with the blades between zero and one mil. Mm-hmm. That's the same with the auto blades, but when it sets the depth on them, it's incremented to 0.1 mil at a time. So say you've got something that needs a depth setting, you've, you've put it onto 0.1 mil, not enough. You put it onto 0.2 mil, it's too much. Yeah. You think, oh, what do we do? At that point, then Silhouette also make ratchet blades, manual ratchet blades, like the Graftex, which have infinite adjustment between zero mil and one mil. So when you're cutting third-party medias, we always say to go for like the one mil ratchet blades because you've got that infinite amount of adjustment. You can adjust it yourself, yeah. And once you've got those settings, you just put the blade in and away you go. It's it's far better that way. It's probably worth noting though that the um, silhouette settings for vinyl aren't far off what we use for ours because yeah. I've used heat transfer smooth, heat transfer glitter. I think there's a flocked version on there as yeah. well. And yeah. all three of them have cut our styles vinyl perfectly fine first yeah. time. So they're not they're not far off. No, they're a good basis to set. Yeah. So if you're not sure, so if you put the like a third party vinyl into a machine and you're not you, you set that you could you kind of got a benchmark of a setting to work to and then it might take a couple of tweaks. Oh yeah, they're all different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to sort of a common theme that comes up for us quite a lot is is trying to break stuff. And I think the silhouette machine is a great machine to try and break stuff with because <laughs> but is it that's the most important. Once as soon as you get a silhouette machine, the first thing to do is like, okay, 
is to try and find the limits on this machine. Because there'll always be a point at which vinyl gets too smaller, the lines get too thin, and then it's just it's not going to be it's not well, it's not going to look good, but it's not going to be very easy to cut and weed and fuse mm. at that point. But the great thing is, so like, you can't actually break the machine by doing that, but you can start to find the limits of what it can design. I always say to people, well, when you first get it, it's like try and do like an alphabet sheet and go smaller and smaller in the in the sort of the font size. Yeah. That's a good like, idea. Hey, yeah. It's not just a case of at what point does the vinyl not quite get happy, but it's also like if you're going to do this at volume, what point do you want to stop weeding? You, mm. you only want to weed it at a certain way. You don't want to spend all your time weeding. You want it to be a nice, easy, smooth peel away. Yeah. But, so that's be like if you're, anyone's thinking about getting a silhouette, get it because it's, they're easy to get hold of. They're not expensive. They're very versatile. And then just try and like break it and break it. Try and okay, what happens if I do this design? What happens if I put this vinyl on top of that vinyl? Will it still look good? Yeah. It's like there's so many different things you can get away with um, trying to do with heat transfer vinyl, just with heat transfer vinyl with the silhouette. Um, you know, glitter, flock. There's so, it's just so many different options with it, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Well, we spoke about this half an hour ago or so before we started filming the podcast, but. They get it's a conversation we've had, but they can say get pigeonholed to be a craft cutter. Yeah. Whereas they're not, they are a multifunctional craft cutter where you can cut a plethora of different medias with them. You get samples all the time from people, don't you? Yeah, loads of different types of material, things that you wouldn't necessarily think of. Mm. They, they can put through the machine, so it does vary massively. We're talking about heat transfer vinyl and adhesive vinyl in this conversation, but you can use it to cut leather. Yeah. Or leather, leatherette. Um, there's rotary blades to cut different types of fabric and things, isn't there? So yeah, with the cameo form. Yeah, you can even put a, a pen attachment in as well, which in which I think would be you know if you're first starting out and you want to leave a personalised message, but you've got terrible handwriting like me, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could put a personalised note in there that looked really nice. Yeah. Um, but you didn't have to worry about. I mean, it'd take me half an hour to write write one of those out. I went, it looked nice, but that would take. <laughs> Two minutes on a silhouette cameo. I don't know, I could do that. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 So pen adapters. So you can use, they've got sketch pens, haven't they? Yeah. So they've got their own sketch pens, but yeah. you can also put normal gel pens or any type of marker in there with the Cameo 4 pen adapter. So you're not just stuck using the silhouette colors. You can like branch out to different different types of pens. It's a bit of history, how this links through. GraphTech and Silhouette are very, very closely related. They're owned by the same company in, in mm -hmm. the grand scheme of things. But, um, the technology of cutting and plotting was GraphTech developed it. Yeah. Uh, but the machines were originally developed as pen plotters. So they weren't originally developed to cut. Okay. They were developed to draw. Yeah. Um, I think it was, I think they developed the, the technology just after the second world war. And I think a lot of it at the time was used in like architects offices and things to draw like the blueprints for build, like for building sites and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So they, and, and it was also for like data graphs and stuff. Because there's another arm of GraphTech which does instrumentation and data logging, so little computers that you can basically plug into a power station that'll tell you everything. Yeah. But if you say you've got like a, a chart power output for plotting onto papers, that's where the technology kind of all goes back to. And then one day someone thought, oh, I wonder if it can cut something. So they put a knife in, and then now. <laughs> it seems so silly to not have it, doesn't it? Like yeah. you say that and you go, well, why didn't they do that in the first place? But I suppose if that's never been a thing before you wouldn't yeah, think to do it, would you so yeah somebody decides to put a knife in see if they cut the thing and then all of a sudden roll on 75 80 years later and 99 percent of what they're used for is for cutting now not drawing i wonder how that first test cut went i'd yeah. love to know <laughs> absolutely terribly i barely <laughs> fly on the wall yeah. cut someone's finger off, <laughs> you know i'd love to see some pictures of the old like the original yeah. ones yeah. to see what they look like I'm glad the blades are like this big now. <laughs> a lot more safe. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the Target Transfers podcast. And just a quick reminder to don't forget to hit that subscribe button, turn those notifications on. Okay, now back to the podcast. So so the silhouette camera is a great way for people to get started. And it, the thing is, is it's a bit like heat presses. Depending on what your business style is, you can just keep adding and adding and adding. I've seen um, some videos online where one personalization company actually, rather than go for the big mission this one actually had like i think it was like 11 or 12 cameos just lined up because they were just doing like initials onto santa sacks or just something personalized just putting someone's name with like my first or first birthday or something like that but if someone was thinking about getting onto a bigger cutter because obviously you know you can put the 
a like a 500 mil wide piece of vinyl into the silhouette now you've got the pro version but once you start to get into like long runs you might be where you want to like i just want to let my vinyl machine cut for meters at a time because you could put 25 meters through the graph tape machine which we're going to talk about now is can you tell us a little bit more about the ce 7000 and the, the graph tape range of cutters the ce 7000 is built for volume work mm -hmm. compared to a cameo so the cameo is more for the start businesses but like you say there's companies out there that are using you know more than 10 machines running off to different things for the differences between a silhouette and a graph tech is the graph tech is built more versatile so it's much quicker um the blades are much more durable as well and in terms of for a customer who's like looking to upgrade they've got a lot of work going out the graph tech machines can actually hold that weighted material whereas a silhouette machine would be able to hold it but it would struggle at certain lengths to try and pull that material through to perform the job um so yeah it, like it comes down to you know purchasing the the vinyls as well yeah um yeah that, yeah so yeah, it's a lot cheaper to buy vinyl by the meter so if you yeah. start off probably buy a bit here a bit there but then you obviously want you start to get into it like okay actually black and white vinyl always sell more so i'm gonna need to stock up on that i'm probably gonna have more orders that are going to be based in those colors but i think it also starts to come down to also like things like the little productivity hack so this is something that we get asked a lot when it comes to heat presses okay what can i do it's quicker and faster and we did a little experiment um about a month or two ago with uh, a quick slip for a heat press well, like actually we managed to save 15 seconds every time we fuse something so it's like i think it was about 40 41 seconds yeah standard roughly. fuse time for pre-press main press setting it up we put it down to 25 seconds so we but then we worked okay 15 seconds what does that actually mean well actually we worked out if you're doing 100 t-shirts a day it's 11 days a year you get back if you're doing 500 it's 55 working days and that's kind of where the i think the graph tech comes in for me and i think for a lot of people listening is actually because like you say, the silhouette is not, it's no quality issue between the two. It's both fantastic machines. And if you're just doing like initials here and there, you don't need a, a graph tech. But if you actually start to get to a point, actually every single second matters yeah. because it's got that faster engine on it. And actually, if I could save two seconds or 10 seconds every time I cut something, that could be another 10 days a year yeah. that I could get back. It's really quite a big difference. And that, at that point, you're actually, well, that would, pay for itself after like six months yeah i think like before when you said you'd seen people using adopted to go for banks of cameos and we've we see for like we on mm. instagram and social media we see reels and things of people using but they've got like a whole wall of cameos yeah. that are just working constantly but on flip side i've also seen footage of people who've got 17 18 c seven thousand yeah. in a row but where i think that comes down to i think if you've started out kind of using a cameo and you've started out and you've done everything in silhouette and got used to how easy the silhouette studio software is, that's when people have gone, Oh, I'll buy another one. And I buy it. You have to, in order yeah. to do that though, you have to upgrade the silhouette studio software to business edition mm -hmm. to allow you to run multiple cutters out of it. So that there is like a 90 pound upgrade fee to, to do that. Is that a one-off fee? It is a one-off yeah. fee. Yeah. Obviously that's, that's doable. If you're upgrading to have more than one cutter, that's kind of, you factor that in, don't you? Yeah. And I, I think that when you say you see people using banks of machines like that, it's probably because they're just happy with using the silhouette software and, yeah, and the yeah. output. But then when you want to do more volume work, and you go, oh, I've got all these designs saved in Silhouette Studio. Now, when you if you were to if you were to buy Silhouette, the business edition for Silhouette Studio, it does allow you to export your designs as EPS files, which then means you can download them into into Graphtech Studio. Yeah. So you can then have the designs that be created and use them with the graphtech studio software or if you've got at that point you've gone and into the realms of using adobe illustrator you can import them straight into there but right back to the start of this conversation when i was talking about scalability you start off on something like illustrator it gives you it gives you that opportunity to go well i've started with a silhouette because that's the most cost effective route to get a machine yep. and then all your files just illustrator files and then you just change your output device yeah because if you can use illustrator there's no way you can't use silhouette exactly. studio or graphic yeah. studio it's just yeah. no, 
just not going to happen that way. No, it's easy, isn't it? I think that's a good point. Um, what you said about it depends on what you're doing, like your work. So if you are doing volume, then obviously, yeah, the graph tech's better. But if you're doing personalization, the silhouette's better. But I suppose people can have a combination of both. They could have two or three cameos and then they could have a couple of plotter like graph tech plotter cutters because depending on what you're doing you might be doing i don't know say um football tops or school things or if you if you need bulk of a bulk of a logo but then the names as initials you need both machines yeah. because it would take you longer to run off personalization on a graph tech but then in order to run off bulk of the designs you need the plotter yeah yeah i think it depends on your sort of your work very really i know with the example i said before about having 12 and i think that they're very much on a kind of like one-to-one order basis so one person would get an order hit send to the cutter pick it up weed it fuse it and put it in a bag and send it out oh that's a good point if you have perhaps say a designated person who's doing all the cutting for you then it makes much more sense just like here's all the jobs that need to be cut today and they can just okay i'm gonna put everything together make the best use of my vinyl cut all at once do all the weeding at once and then that flows through your business in a much more efficient way by having the larger cutter at that point i think yeah yeah um well you the, the way we're kind of split here is i i was obviously we're doing digital marketing for graph tech it's my kind of job to obviously get everyone aware of the products yeah and then alan looks after all the sales so either end user sales or um working with you guys like our resellers so ellen you get a lot more hands-on with kind of end users and things and what they're doing don't you with the machines yeah yeah i do speak to customers like on a day-to-day basis really um and finding out what, what they've been up to with their machines and again that's what i bring to the table don't i i spoke to a customer and they want to do this even i never thought about doing that mm. as well so yeah we're always learning as well from customers that bring new materials to us yeah so, mm. what sort of uh, common questions i mean this is a good chance to kind of i guess address things that you see people doing wrong or things common questions that people phone you up or send you a message on social media what sort of the common questions for first start off with people who think about getting started what's the number one questions that people would ask you that people who are listening might be thinking of at the moment you always want to look long term you don't want to just do it for the now you always want to like progress mm-hmm. so if you're going to go for a smaller machine but no you know down the line the it's going to you know, kick off you're going to have to then upgrade your machine so going for the right width machine you know for the future um is definitely something really important as well um and also the full process so you want to make sure you've got the the correct heat press as well and the correct material that you're putting through the machine that's one of the main things that we get asked don't we um along that side of things and also making sure you've got the right blades as well so the machines come with an auto detect blade that's for your standard thin vinyl mm-hmm. you want to make sure you've got a backup blade as well um just in case you know when you're setting up the machine sometimes it can be set up incorrectly um just because trial and error and the yeah, blade especially goes. When you're making mistakes at the beginning yeah it's all all learning curve um but we're there to support you guys are there to support anyone who's you know looking to but purchase a machine so yeah always make sure you've got a, a backup blade whether it's an auto blade or like I mentioned before, you know, your ratchet blade where you can actually set the blade up already. Because one thing about the auto blade is when you put it into the machine, you send a job through, it taps each time to mm-hmm. get the right blade depth. And does that no matter, you know, if it's still the same blade that, that you've used in your last job, it taps each time. When it's tapping, it's like wearing out the blade. Whereas if you've got your own ratchet blade, it stays as that blade. So that's another little tip, really, to bear in mind. I think as well as the, you know, if you're starting out doing personalization, is that you're going to get a lot of, like, last-minute jobs, especially when you first start out, be like, can you do this for me? And they're like, oh, yeah, when do you need it by, like, an hour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so having that spare blade, because it means you can be prepared for no matter who knocks on your door, who sends you an email, you can still be like, yeah, I got you covered. I can handle that work for you. Yeah, I think <clears> now... One of the big things to go to really is the fact that now Silhouette have the Cameo 4 Pro, which is the 24-inch wide machine. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to start out, yes, they do the 12-inch model, which is cheaper, but at the end of the day, everything comes down to cost-effectiveness. And yes, the outlay for the Pro might be a bit more expensive than the 12-inch one, but if you think long-term about the media that you're going to be putting through, commercial size rolls of media are a lot more cost-effective. Yeah than 12 inch rolls and the 12 inch rolls of vinyl that you buy they're geared towards people who are just doing one-off jobs say 
craft it falls into like the craft but just like little bespoke jobs and things like that and they're not really those roles of vinyl aren't geared price wise to allow you to really make a, mar a decent margin on what you're doing mm -hmm. yes so if you go and buy the pro you can then buy the commercial size rolls of vinyl which are priced at a price point where you can put it to and it gives you then margin to start making more money off your media and, and you can obviously your creations and things like that yeah it's always definitely much easier to buy it by the meter and i think for the, those of the listening who've listened for a, a little while now or, you know we talk about when we talk about transfers we talk about gang sheets ganging as much work as you can together and i think the silhouette pro is kind of like the equivalent of that for vinyl yeah because you can put that whole meter on there you can get you could, if you say you're just doing like left chest you could probably do 70 to 80 of those on one piece of vinyl in one go on the cameo so it means you can get that kind of you you know take a piece of an entry level piece of vinyl is like five pound fifty and you divide that by 70 so even from your very first meter you're getting a really keen profit point or a keen price on all of your transfers yeah when you look at like 12 inch rolls of vinyl which say are geared up to more kind of like one-off little jobs and people just stock up a little bit every now and again. You're looking at some some rolls of that vinyl over like some of them are up to fifteen pounds. Well, you're yeah. not really going to make any money back on what you're selling if you're spending that amount of money on a twelve-inch roll of vinyl. So if you buy the wider pro model, you right, you can use these wider rolls. But what I would say is kind of like I'm going to say pro tip. <laughs> Here we go, exclusive. Yeah. It's amazing how many people get who don't realize that you don't need to use the cut. So when you buy a machine, you get a cutting mat, like yeah. somebody's cutting mat. You don't need to use those cutting mats mm -hmm. to cut HTV or adhesive vinyls because you're only cutting the, the top layer. Yeah. And as soon as you set your machine up to tell it that it's cutting a vinyl, it won't unless you've unless you're using a racket, say a, a ratchet blade, and you've set the length far too far out where you set it to a mill it won't cut through yeah and you don't need and that's a, you said about getting time back and, and speeding processes up well if you realize that you don't need to stick your vinyl to a carry sheet and then load the carry sheet you don't you can put it in and yeah. the only time you need to use the carry sheet is if you're trying to make the most of any scraps of material that you've got yeah and if that scrap of material is too narrow to fit in between the rolls to be held in then yes stick it to your carry sheet and feed it in so it can hold it in place but yeah you, you don't need to use the carry sheets to, to kiss cut yeah excellent well there you go it's a pro trip for everyone that's, <laughs> that's try and everyone that when they unbox their yeah, silhouette yeah, in a couple of days time they'll <laughs> you know exactly how to get started yeah then. no that's good okay and so what about versus you know um someone's upgraded to a, a c7000 what is a kind of you touched on the, the different blade types earlier, but what kind of common questions do people get asked? So thinking about someone who's got someone who's listening, they've already got a cameo for in some model and think, okay, I'm ready, I need to save, make those time savings. But what is a common question that someone might ask you about buying their first C7000? Does most questions I get asked, it does come down to size, but with the silhouette, you've got the pro, which matches the same size as a mm -hmm. C7060. Yeah. Speed is a huge factor. So if you are looking for something quite speedy um, and something that you can just load and go away, do something else and then come back to it, the machine is reliable enough to do that. You can cut out thicker materials at a quicker speed as well. So the likes of the high build that we tested out earlier today, that works wonders in yeah. the the CE machine. You would probably struggle with a cameo. You'd have to do it a couple of passes to be able to get through. And yeah. again, that's time that you're you're using up to try and cut through one piece of material. Mm -hmm. Um, we use like more specialist vinyls. That's when the graphite comes in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say so. Okay, and obviously, like you say, that that volume is is it is a big one. So it, I mean, we sell the biggest vinyl roll that we sell is 25 meters, and we know that you could comfortably just set that whole thing going. If you really needed to do 25 meters in one go, that's it. You can you don't have to sit and watch it, which I think is a great thing. It's so reliable that you can trust it. No, well, with the GraphTech, with the C7000, you obviously you can put longer rolls in. It is worth noting that repeatability and accuracy of job on the 7000 model is two meters in terms of guaranteed tracking accuracy okay. over that distance so you can fit the longer rolls in mm -hmm. but i 
you can increase the length of job with the C7060 if you choose to upgrade it with the media baskets, which yeah. gives you another five, because what that does is when you've got the media basket on the front, it encourages the roll to curl. Yes. And when it does that, it, it still keeps that tension mm -hmm. over. Um, so, yes, you can fit the longer rolls on, but I would always suggest that kind of keep to the tracking capabilities of the machine as it is. So with it, with like the, the, the um, kind of conversation between a Cameo Pro, I wouldn't ever go anything more than like a meter on the Pro. Yeah. And then if you want to start doing the longer run stuff at a quicker tempo or more specialist material like the high build mm. you're talking about, then that's when you want to start looking at moving up to a graph tech. Yeah, and I think, I mean, how many people would you say just buy the the graphic just because it's so quiet as well? Yeah, there's <laughs> that, that element that. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cut next to the, we had a silhouette and a graph tech going today, and the, the sound difference, I really thought that the graph tech was going to be the louder one, mm. just because it's so much bigger. But yeah, it was much more powerful, dead yeah. silent, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, the it's amazing. Used. I'd say a friend of mine, he's looking to buy a cutter at the moment, and he's like me got young children and he's looking to have the, the cutter at home yeah but using it at night and i was like do yourself a favor and just buy the Can graphs one because <laughs> I'm, the silhouettes are great but the mo they, they are a little bit noisy um so i'd say if, if you're in that situation probably buy the graph tech because it is pretty much silent We're, we won't wake the kids up upstairs at least three hours of productivity <laughs> a night from putting it back to bed yeah, yeah <laughs> Um, and I should also add, if anyone that's listening and wants to see what the cutter, the graphic cutter looks like in action, we have recorded loads of video for you today. So you'll be able to go onto our YouTube channel, have a look on the GraphTech playlist and go onto different um, product pages. Anything you're thinking of doing, we should hopefully have an answer for you. So you can see it for yourself and you can see just how easy it is to do it. Literally like 30 seconds most most times just to cut a simple, no, pretty decent chunky design out nice and easy to weed so it's it's really really very straightforward for anyone that's thinking about getting a cutting machine especially if you want to do things like I, mean, I think we've got over 60 colors of glitter now wow. so there's there's so many different specialty finishes that you can do now we've got like hologram stuff sparkly stuff we've got two different metallic types of materials so if you want to do distressed metallic looks it's kind of anything that you can kind of that's in your brain that you would like to be able to put onto a t-shirt or hoodie or a bag or any kind of textile there's a solution because you can get the detail cut from the, the cutting machine um but you can and you can easily fuse that type of material as well so it's really kind of like a no limits solution to have a cut graph tech cutter hotronics press together kind of like the the world's your oyster really on i would say yeah the you, Ellen said before about having spare blades and things like that, and like you mentioned in glitter, different types of vinyls eat well. They they eat through blades quicker than others. So glitter vinyl will mm -hmm. really wear your blade down a lot quicker than just when you kiss cutting smooth vinyl and things like that. So it's almost worth sometimes having separate blades for separate jobs and marking them up for what, what you're using them for. But in terms of like your consumables between a graph tech and a silhouette, when you buy it, when you replace a silhouette blade, you replace the whole thing. So the body, the blade yeah. holder and the blade, whereas a graph tech, when you replace the blade, but in terms of pricing, they're not too different really. So not really, no. No, obviously the machinery is more expensive to start with, but consumable wise, it's, it's not much different. No, I would, I would echo that point. If you, if anyone wants to see the, Live prices are on targettransfers.com. Just search for GraphTech blade or silhouette blade, and but they are not. It's not like you're really not going to spend a lot of money. It's compared to what you'd put any other consumable you might have in your business. It's probably less than the majority of them, I would say. Yeah, and there's not a lot that you really need to change on a plotter, is there? No, with the blade, not really it. And cutting strip, every and now cutting and strip. If you ever cut right through, which if you've got the machine set up correctly anyway, you would never really need to change that. Yeah, and I think that's that's another important thing is that, um, of course, we've got an event tomorrow. You'll be listening to us after that point, but um, everything we do for heat pressing is recipe-based, but it's pretty much the same for Graphtech. Ellen was setting up the machine to have a recipe set for tomorrow for the event to make sure that there's no mistakes. And I think he says eight, that you, eight presets you can yeah, have. Yeah, eight. And in all honesty, I can't see that you probably need more than eight different types of heat transfer depending on your business you're probably going to 
focus down on four or five different times. So like I said, you could have the specific blade that matches that number recipe on your cutting machine so that we can, okay, pick that and that. And it's just, it's like pretty seamless in terms of your production. So no matter what jobs come through, you can like that blade, that order, I know what the cut settings are going to be. And that way you can follow a process every single time. Yeah. It's like the blade, the machines naturally come with, there's two different blade sizes for GraphTech machines. There's, um, the, the machines come with a 0.9 mil blade, which is the black and blue holder. Yep. Um, but your high build, um, heat transfer that requires the 1.5 mil blade. Now they don't come as standard with the machine. It, it, we do offer a package that say if you were buying that graph tech to only cut high build then we could swap the blade out for what okay. it's what we refer to as a mason's kit because it's also the same blade that is used to cut like sandblast rubbers and things like that mm-hmm. um but we could we can swap that out of things but it's not, if you're using it for like the broad range of vinyls yes it's better to have all the tools there so you can just quickly change between before get thinking oh i'll build i'll, I'll buy the high build and then all of a sudden you think oh I'm, my blade's not going to cut you, yeah it's having that kind of information with it and i would say even if you're thinking about even if high build is the one for you and that's the one you're looking to to build your business on the back of i would say is to get something like a sports mx or a premium plus anyway because i think by practicing on that thinner vinyl it helps kind of put in that kind of base of education so that way you kind of got some sort of learnings to start from start from the beginning with vinyl so that way you can build upon build upon build upon and in that way by the time you can now i'm ready to do some high build you'll understand where the limits are, how to kind of work with the vinyl, how to weed it, what design's going to look good. It's a good um, sort of base to have as well. Yeah. I think one thing we haven't touched on, which is important for us as, as a company with GraphTech, like we are the distributor for the GraphTech machines, the Silhouette machines. So we work with you guys because you're one of our resellers for, for the equipment. But what's really important for any end users who are looking to buy the machines we look after the warranty and all the yeah. support. So if there's any, if you ever had any issue with your machines, whilst you're like, you got, you're in the middle of a massive order and you need help and all of a sudden something's gone wrong. You've also got that fallback of, of help. If it's something that you guys can't answer, then you can just get straight back onto us. And our, we've got a technical team there who's more than happy to help. And we'll probably know the answer because they, they're like the oracles over there. They've some yeah. of the guys been working with machines for decades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a, I think that, and that's one of the reasons that we wanted to invite you on today. And one of the reasons we have worked together as partners for so long is because the reliability of the graph tech and silhouette is something that matches Hotronics. I mean, and we use graph techs in all continents for styles and Hotronics when we're doing each transfer vinyl demos, because we know they're reliable. They last and they last and they last. And it is something that people can build a business off the back of. Yeah. Yeah. As so one of those things that you fall back on is there are out there, there are cheaper plotted uh, commercial width cutting systems. But at the end of the day, you can, you can fall into a trap of buy cheap, buy twice. Yeah. And yes, they are more expensive than some on the market, but they will not give you a problem. And if they do give you a problem, then you've got that support to fall back on in the UK with what we can offer you and what obviously what you guys can support with as well. Yeah, I think as well, I think that that, that software support as well is bigger to me that the ease of use of actually just like, I'd imagine that once someone's used that software a few times, it's very rare they actually have to contact you about that because it's so straightforward. It's drag and drop stuff really. And you yeah. can, even if you just wanted to start using the fonts in there, it's really, really easy to get going with that as well. Yeah, there's, there's lots of videos as well on YouTube and stuff that we've got there, you know, like manuals and stuff, if anybody was unsure on how to use it as from the get-go. So there's always that support. I mean, using something for the first time is always going to be a bit, you know, hit and miss. But as soon as you get into the swing of things, you know, it's really easy to pick up. Okay, so one of the questions we like to ask our guests quite a lot is, and it's normally when our own customers are coming, is we like to know what the weirdest thing they've ever had to cut or fuse for a customer but have you got any kind of uh weird and wonderful stories no about, about <laughs> what's, laughing. what's the strangest thing you've come across a customer using a silhouette or graph tech machine to design and run the business i don't think there's anything like crazy or silly but fabric it's mm. not something that i would ever thought could be put through the machine but we had someone who was creating like um them flower bouquets okay that's the right word isn't it 
and we made them all out of fabric. And I thought at first, mm, you're not going to get much mm-hmm. luck with that. But with the cutting mat, applied the material onto the cut mat and put it into the machine, and it worked absolutely fine. And then that was another thing where I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to go, this demo, but it went really well. It's not so much like weird, but it yeah. was something interesting, which is different. Yeah. 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 We did have a bit of a funny scenario a couple of I'm not sure, it might have been before you started because I ended up with with this. I still have it now. I use it as a cheese board. But obviously, I've seen before <laughs> we we <laughs> we have the the Mason's blades to cut sandbass rubber. Yeah. And somebody got in contact quite a while ago and we said, Oh, we need a we need a sample of that. We hadn't heard of the brand of sandbass rubber they were using before. So we're like, oh right, send send us a sample and we'll we'll, we'll work out what settings you need. So Two weeks later, really, really heavy box turns up. And it's like marked as samples. I'm like, what the heck is this? So we opened the box. Two massive pieces of finished slate were in this box. And we we worked out this guy thought we could cut the slate slabs on the knife cutter. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a bit of cross wires, but that was that's probably the strangest one I've had come in in terms of can you cut this? I mean, did you try it? Did you put it under to see it? No, we kept them through cheese boards. <laughs> didn't ruin the melon. Do you know it costs? No, I used it as a cheese board. And I think one of them ended up being a sign on someone's house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't put vinyl on the front of it. This is before we did the laser cutters. Yeah. So now we, say, we have this, like, like another part of our business, we've got the laser cutters. We could we could actually engrave like the number and the nameplate onto that now. But um, yeah, back then there was no chance of running it through a C7000 over there. The, the knife wouldn't last five seconds. You couldn't even like put it into the machine though either. No, I it's not it was quite funny. I can't, I'm, I'm, am- I'm amazed to, I want to know how he thought that's what you did as a company. Yeah. Like yeah. I can kind of understand how we got confused, but... Yeah. Slate versus vinyl is a bit different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah, it was a long time ago, to be fair now, but it, it, it did tickle me when they turned up. But so I ended up with my sheet board. I suppose you could put some, like, something as thin as MDF through and actually make some custom carved cheese boards with it, can you? You can do the MDF, well, you can, so not MDF, really, you can use... Balsa wood and a cameo in machine. Cameo, yeah, yeah with, specific, with some specific tools, yeah. Okay, yeah. so there we go. You could have a cheese board and T-shirt business. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we can have lots of great videos off the back of it. So if anyone wants to see some tips and tricks of how to use um, the Graftec C7000, um, we've got some great talks lined up for the Vinyl Summit. Um, and I'd also like to just say thank you again make sure you check out the cutting matters podcast there's lots of great um cutting content on there kind of like the nerdy detail some great <laughs> but that's what we all love people, the nerdy detail. <laughs> nerdy detail people who want to hear some uh, examples of other people that are being successful uh, with the graph tech yeah. and the silhouette cutting machines so it's very possible um to do that so i'd encourage everyone to go and um subscribe to your podcast as well I think that's it for me. Yeah, no, I have nothing else to add other than don't forget to subscribe to the Target Transfers podcast and we will see you next Wednesday with another, next Wednesday, next Thursday with another episode.